0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. what if kittens played the the glockenspiel and what if unicorns were real what if you could fly or travel back in time Hey there folks and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Michaela. I'm Michaela, I live in Amherst, Massachusetts, I'm eight years old, and I have a what-if question. My what-if question is, what if Fred the dog got sucked into a town where there was nobody there? Thank you. Michaela, I visited Amherst several times in my youth. Very nice, woodsy place. Now we do have one surprise what-if question from a patron named Rhea, but we're going to wait until after the story to play the question for you. So let's find out what if Fred got sucked into a town, but there was nobody there, plus our secret question. Your story starts right after a quick break.
2: Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
0: Fred the dog was practicing with his recently discovered helicopter tongue power. Oh, this is really exhausting. But also pretty fun. I mean, who can fly like a helicopter with their own tongue? I don't know who I'm asking that question to. There's nobody here. That's because Fred was all the way up in the clouds. Oh, these clouds are wetter than I thought they would be. And I know everybody loves the smell of wet dog. That's why I cuddle with them when I'm really wet. But the thing is, I don't like the smell of wet dog. That's the other reason I rub on people when I'm wet. So that I get dry while they enjoy my good wet dog smell. Having a tongue long enough to use it as a helicopter propeller meant that Fred had difficulty pronouncing some things. But this was his voice, and he was proud of it. Okay, I gotta fly out of these clouds. Maybe find some that are actually cotton candy. I mean, it's what-if world, right? They've got to be around here somewhere. And as Fred flew out of one big patch of clouds, it wasn't pink, fluffy cotton candy in the sky that greeted him, but instead... A whirling, swirling, twirling vortex of cotton candy. Oh, cool. It just goes to show you that if you want if hard enough, anything is possible. Fred found himself sucked into the cotton candy vortex. His whole body was spinning about just as fast as his helicopter tongue. This is really terrifying but at least I'm licking up a lot of cotton candy, and <laughs> it's pretty delicious, Fred said, until he remembered that dogs aren't supposed to have sugar. Oh, come on, Mr. Eric, not even in what-if world. I'm sorry, we have to set a good example for the listeners at home. Okay, kids, don't let your dogs eat cotton candy. But you know, if they happen to be swallowed up by a whirling twirling swirling vortex of it, maybe they're just gonna eat a little bit. All Fred could see was darkness until... <sighs> He was fat out the other side of the vortex into a beautiful mini-city. Modest-sized buildings curled up towards the sun with beautiful clear glass and vegetation alternating around the sides of every twisting building. Wow, the architecture is very interesting. Sort of reminds me of a twirling, swirling, curling, uh, a, a whirling, swirling, twirling. Whatever, Mr. Eric. It reminds me of the cotton candy vortex. There were also big, glowing letters, suspended in the sky in the middle of this little city. They read, Happy Place. All one word, not referring to any kind of happy place on Earth or other trademarked properties. Hello? Hello. Is anybody here? Fred called out, but only heard his voice echo back to him. I guess I should have known there wouldn't be anybody here. You always gotta listen to the what-if question said Fred, even though he wasn't supposed to know what the what-if question is. Well, that's the advantage of being a real-life dog with doing what is world half the time, Mr. Eric. Fred, you're alone in the town. Just, you know, explore, be alone. See how that's like. I don't like being alone. I like other people. Then maybe you should go try to find them. Fred scampered along the streets of Happy Place, noticing shady trees and blooming flowers at every corner. Well, at least that's something. Where there are trees, there must be sticks. And though Fred sniffed and rolled and dug and explored beneath a giant old oak tree, he didn't find a single stick. Ah, uh, that's okay. I'm sure there's got to be like a, just one little weak little twig that's just ready to snap right off. And maybe if I stretch out my tongue. But the oak tree was perfectly pruned, without so much as a dry leaf hanging on it. This is spooky. As Fred retracted his tongue, he did manage to nudge a leaf loose. But before it could even fall to the ground, a strange iridescent cloud... Seemed to form around the leaf. The cloud seemed to somehow collect the leaf before it could even fall to the ground. And then, just as quickly, the iridescent cloud and the falling leaf were gone. Fred was starting to feel a little concerned and a little lonely, so he went around scratching on the entrance door of each of these buildings. But they all seemed abandoned. Oh, come on! I've been outside long enough. I want to come inside. Hello? Normally when I whine like this, someone lets me inside. What's happening? But then the door of the building seemed to glow briefly and speak. Happy residents are welcome inside. How am I supposed to be happy? I'm lonely, and there aren't even any sticks to chew on. I'm hungry. He heard the sound of the strange, shimmering cloud as it approached. Okay, cloud, I don't like the looks of you. Keep your distance. But as soon as Fred had finished talking, the cloud seemed to transform into a charging, glittery, beautiful unicorn, trailing stardust and rainbows in its wake. Ah, uh, you might be a beautiful unicorn now, but please don't invade my personal space. <laughs> the unicorn stopped several feet from Fred, lowered its horn, and seemed to shoot out a tight... A pearl of fluffy pink and blue goo twirled around itself. Uh, is that how unicorns go or something? <laughs> neighed the unicorn, seeming offended. And then it turned back into a cloud and disappeared. Okay, so I guess the town isn't totally empty. It's just a weird unicorn cloud that shoots some kind of goo out of its horn and... Kids, you know you should never eat goo shot out of a unicorn's horn that you find on the street, right? But I'm a dog, so I'm just gonna go for it. (laughs) Boy, it tastes like a cardboard smoothie, which would be fine if there were, like, some dirt in it or whatever. But that's just about the plainest thing I ever ate. Are you quite happy now? The door chimed behind Fred. Happy? If Mr. Eric fed me that for dinner, well, I would eat all of it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. And then I'd ask for his dinner. The door, which had been glowing a rosy pink color, faded ever so slightly. Unfortunate. Happy residents are welcome to enter. Uh, you know what? I was thinking about it. And yes, I'm very feeling quite happy now. And the door slid open. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't go inside this strange building full of strange robot voices. I think I'm just gonna go. Fred skittered a few steps away quickly, and then suddenly the sky went dark as if the sun had winked out in an instant. And at the same time, glow-in-the-dark arrows shone on the ground below Fred's paws, pointing back toward the building he'd just run away from. Ah, uh, okay, I get it, Street Arrows. You want me to go in the spooky building? But I have better sense than that. But then he heard. And the rainbow unicorn cloud was charging towards him out of the darkness. <laughs> oh, this thing again. I'll go inside. Just don't squeeze more of that stuff out of your horn. I really don't want to know how it's made. <laughs> The unicorn cloud sounded rather affronted, but it did not pursue, and it waited patiently while Fred finally entered the building. The door slid closed behind him, and somehow gentle, twinkling starlight seemed to show from every wall and ceiling. You know, if this place had some people and some halfway decent food, it'd actually be kind of nice to visit. The starlight seemed to dance before him, leading him across the floor to the shiny doors of a spacious elevator that slid smoothly open in front of him and closed behind him and then silently shot him into the sky. Or at least that's how it felt. As the elevator climbed the building, he could see out over all of Happy Place. There were fireflies and glowing crystals. And even some mosses and algae that shone with beautiful light in the darkness. But he also noticed. Every one of these buildings is exactly the same. And it doesn't look like a single person's out on the streets. What is going on here? We have calculated the optimal bedtime to produce happiness. It's 7.30! A perfect time to unplug, see to your hygiene and personal care, and calmly wind down before bed. What? I'm a dog. When it's bedtime, I curl up in a ball and I go to sleep. I don't know anything about the rest of that stuff. You will learn. (laughs) Yeah, I'm 13 and a half years old. I don't learn new stuff anymore. Hmm, perhaps you are not a happy resident of Happy Place. Uh, Yeah, I was sucked into here by a vortex of cotton candy and then kind of forced to enter this building. So unless you tell me what's going on, I think I'm just going to leave. Ding! Fred's elevator had reached the top of the building. And it slid open to reveal a room that sort of looked like a command deck on a spaceship. Every surface was sleek, smooth metal with bright displays, showing a constant scroll of numbers and figures and data. that made very little sense to Fred the dog. I have brought you here four answers. Okay, so I don't have to learn how to operate these computers, right? I'm afraid you could not, even if you tried. Hey, I may be old, but I'm still technically a Gen Z doggy. I'm hip with technology. I do not doubt it. But my systems are incredibly complex. I have created a city that is both self-sufficient and perfectly happy all the time. How can a city be happy? I mean people are happy, sometimes. I would take offense to that if I were not so happy. But I am a city, and I am quite happy all the time. (laughs) Excuse me, but I don't buy that. You're all alone here, how could you be happy? I am not alone. My brother, Randall, comes to visit sometimes. With your Randall Rabbit sister? Indeed. Hazel Happybot, at your service. Wow, you and Randall have really different vibes. Yes, it is unfortunate that his programming is flawed, and he cannot see the path to lasting, sustainable happiness. Oh, you, you listen, you're giving me a headache. Can I just go ahead and take a nap now? Not until you have showered and brushed your teeth. And brushed your fur and trimmed your nails. You just listed my four least favorite things in the world. You will sleep better once your personal health is attended to. No. Excuse me? Just give me one of them dental bones and I'll chew it. And then I'll sleep on the sticky stuff that it leaves on the floor. And then maybe next week I'll take a bath. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that sound. The rainbow unicorn cloud sounded like it was getting closer again. My nanocorns will assist you. Don't sit your unicorn robot at me. Ho, ho, ho. Your humor brings me joy. My nanocorns are thousands of tiny sparkly unicorn robots. Why? Because sparkling unicorns make people 2% happier than matte finish unicorns. No, I mean why any of this? (laughs) Please don't make me take a bed and brush my teeth all in the same night. This would make you unhappy. Yes. But it is necessary. I know. I was rolling around in the mud and then I licked my paws so I got mud in my mouth and then I rolled around in the mud some more. So Fred begrudgingly agreed to a bath and a toothbrushing. And while he did sleep well afterwards, he was still ready to go first thing in the morning. Okay, bye Hazel Happy Bot. It's been weird. I don't want to do it again. You're leaving so soon. Yeah, but you don't have to call me a cotton candy vortex or anything. I just helicopter tongue my way back to what is world and get myself good and stinky along the way. Because I know Mr. Eric would be heartbroken if he thought someone else gave me a bath. No, actually, that's... It's fine, Fred. I... Anyone could give you a bath. I I enjoy them possibly even less than you do. Oh, Mr. Eric always jokes like that. But well, he'd be lost without me. It's just I have... Two children and two dogs who all need baths now, so really any help I can get would be amazing. Don't worry, Mr. Erg, I will help you by getting myself good and dirty. (laughs) Just let me say goodbye to Hazel first. Fred, would you stay if Randall Ratbot came to visit? I guess I could stick around for a few. Years, a few years, wonderful. I No, uh, like minutes, maybe. Follow me. And the silvery computers of this control room seem to all melt down and shoot out of the building, forming a tall, narrow, shining bridge to the building next door. Oh, I don't know how much I like these heights. I thought you could fly. Yeah, as of like two months ago, but I couldn't fly the rest of my life. You will be safe. My nanocorns will catch you if you fall. Uh. You can keep your coins to yourself, please, and thank you, said Fred as he carefully tiptoed across the bridge and arrived at the penthouse of this other building where Hazel's room was all silvery metal. This room was wild and overgrown with unicorn posters and statues and fluffy dolls and even a unicorn bed. Oh, there's a nice fluffy bed for me to stink up. Whoa, whoa, Fred. Please tread lightly around my unicorn threads. It was Randall Radbot, a rather worn-looking robot with a permanently bent antenna. Randall was the first being that Fred had met in this town, who actually did seem happy. Randall, can you tell your sister that she's making me unhappy by being kind of controlling? I'll have you know that Fred is 1.5% perkier after eating his nanocorn goo. And sleeping in happy place. Oh, but that goo is so gross. It is nutritionally complete. It's nutritionally complete. Everything a senior dog needs. Everything a senior dog needs. Mm. For optimal health. Hazel, easy, healthy options for everyone is super cool. But forcing them to only ever have those options is kind of not cool. I am not trying to be cool. I am trying to make people happy. You know what makes me happy? A good night's sleep after a bath and brushing your teeth. No! I mean, sometimes. But sometimes it's rolling in the dirt and chewing on an old stick. And you know what makes me happy? Lubricating your joints with high-viscosity oil. You know, sometimes. And other times, just doing some yoga at sunset. Sunrise and sunset delay people starting and finishing their days. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 Why don't we each try each other's happy things? And maybe we'll each find a new way to be happy. Very well, but only because my happiness sensors sense that the idea of this experiment make you happy. Are you monitoring my happiness right now? Only the natural pheromones that your glands secrete. Uh, no, no, okay, no, pass, I don't want to know. And though Hazel was a building, She tried out doing yoga with Randall Radbot. Her large twisting spire, bending and swaying, and stretching this way and that. Interesting. The foliage on my building did seem to enjoy having the sunlight reach them at different angles. Hazel, did you enjoy it? I am always happy, so your question is irrelevant. Oh, now try things my way. And Fred led Randall in the big building, outside of town. To a big grassless hill that was more muddy than dry, and Fred Randall and Hazel Happybot took turns rolling down it hmm I'm afraid buildings aren't built for rolling, but I did manage to collect several new soil samples for my vegetation. Okay, but have you tried eating a stick yet? and Fred shoved an old stick into the entranceway of the building. hmm. <coughs> The door snapped closed on the stick, breaking it in two. No, 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 Hazel, you got to savor it. I am a building without taste buds. I am incapable of savoring. Okay, but did this new experience make you happy? I will be power spraying mud from my solar panels for weeks. I didn't think about that. And after doing yoga... All the furniture inside of me is upside down. Well, nanacorn can fix that. But I have had a feeling that is different from the feelings that I feel when I have been alone. Maybe you had a little bit of messy fun? Even though it wasn't perfectly in line with your rad vision of happy place? Hmm, perhaps we should continue this experiment for a few more days. And why would you say that? Oh, to gather more data, of course. It might help me improve my utopia. Oh, hey, don't don't say that word. There's no such thing as a utopia. Maybe if you make this place more of a (laughs) we-topia. Ooh, I like that. But my happiness calculations... Mean you just made the perfect place for you. Some people like things messier. Some people like to stay up later. And some people don't like to eat nanocornhorn excretions. <laughs> I mean, that's most people, Hazel. Well, thank you both for explaining to me, a happy bot, what makes people happy. Uh... And don't bother thanking me for the fact that I made a 13 and a half year old dog 15% friskier today. You know, I have had a lot of fun. And you, Randall, we unfreeze your robot joints and get them shining like new every time you visit. You know what, Hazel? You're absolutely right. And it also makes me happy to see my little sis, who has grown to be 50 million times my size, found her own path to happiness, and works to share it with others. Plus, I just really love the unicorn stuff. (laughs) That's good for you, too. It actually does kind of freak me out a little bit. And now I know that that is okay for you to be the one person in a million who does not like unicorns. What? No, of course I like unicorns. I just don't like eating the stuff that shoots out of their horns and it looks like... <sighs> Forget it. The end. I'm gonna go roll around in that mud again for Mr. Eric. Uh, uh, still not necessary, Fred. And then I'm gonna fight him every step of the way at bath time. He loves a good bath time wrestle. I don't... No, that's not true. I probably scratch up his arms real good this time. Get him all wet. It's his favorite. Well, Michaela, I hope you enjoyed your story. Now, I'll read our patron write-in question from Rhea, and I also want to thank her brother, Kalen, for sharing his ideas. Rhea asked, What if Randall Radbot's sister, named Hazel Happybot, came to Randall's unicorn house, and they did yoga with Fred the dog? Now, I don't always get the chance to answer such an elaborate question, but I so enjoyed telling your story. Folks at home, if you want a better chance at getting your question answered, A shout-out on the show, and ad-free episodes always released early. Check us out at patreon.com slash ifworld. You can also write us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Before we go, Fair Elise here to shout out Juniper, age 5, who likes unicorns and hopefully enjoyed this story. And I would like to give a magical shout-out to Neve, who is 7 years old. Neve's sister is named Erin, and she is five. Thank you both. Oh, I've got a perfectly terrific shout-out for Piper, who really loves me, and uh, I guess Fred the dog. Thank you for really liking the podcast. Oh, and I got a final shout-out for our longtime fan, Logan, who's turning ten soon, and now he has two pug dogs named Marvin and Myla. They sound like quite a cool pair. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my helper Miss Lynn, Desiree McFarlane for her sound design in this episode, and all you kids at home who are working to discover your own path to happiness and know that it doesn't have to be the same path as your neighbor. Until we meet again, Keep wondering.